securing the catch. So it's a gain of 15 yards. They're at the 20-yard line. This is going to be a double pass. Tony to the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Morrill Stevens is there to pull it in. All right, it's Angie Barton here with No Deloach. Uh, let's talk about the orange and blue game. It's coming up this Saturday at 1 o'clock. Pretty exciting. Get a little taste of football again. Yeah, I'm excited. What are you looking forward to? I mean... I think the biggest thing most Gator fans will be looking at is Felipe. Yeah. But what I'm looking forward to, is the offensive line this bad, or is, it, is the defensive line this good? We've heard a lot of talk all spring about how the defensive line is dominating. Uh, I know we got that grad transfer, John Greenard. He's been having a heck of a spring. We've had Zach Carter, number 17, stepping up big, and I think he's taken over for the role of Ja'Kai Polite. So I think that's interesting, is the offensive line without Martez Ivy, without... Jawan Taylor, first-round draft pick. How are they going to do? So I think I'll be pretty interested to see how the two lines um, match up together. What are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to see how our secondary does mm -hmm. against Felipe. Obviously, he's getting better and improving a lot in his game, and we have a very young secondary, especially with Chauncey gone. Um, I'm excited to see how Steele does. Yep. And a little bit of pressure in the stadium with people watching. I'm excited to see what... Our safeties can do mm -hmm. if they can trading going into the safety spot be impactful um, I'm also looking forward to seeing how our receivers do we didn't lose any of them see you know what kind of progress we have if anybody is gonna step up and be the like indefinite number one guy yep. um, yeah just looking forward to it touching on that defensive back spot Marco Wilson towards ACL second play of the Kentucky game yep do you want to see him play the spring game not necessarily. I don't think he has to. I, I mean, if he can, and if he's 100% ready to, I'd like to see him go out there, but I don't want him to, like, you know, rush anything. Um, I just think it's too high risk. Uh, it might be too high risk, especially since the game means nothing. Mm -hmm. um, I'd rather him just wait until regular season play starts. We know he's a, uh, a one of the best defensive backs in all SEC, just from his freshman year alone. And I think the orange and blue game is big for the freshmen coming in to see how they do under the spotlight, see yeah. how they do under pressure. So I don't think there's any rush to see Marco Wilson in there just right away. Especially when you can put a freshman like you know, Jaden Hill, Hill in his yeah. place, see how he does. ACLs are – there's too much of a risk of getting re-injured. You don't want that to happen again at you all. You want to give it as much time to heal as you can. Yeah. So looking at Felipe, you said he's – I think – Dan Mullen's quarterbacks have the best jump from year one to year two. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just hoping that he doesn't regress in any way. Mm -hmm. Like I'm hoping that there's I'm hoping there's still like room for him to grow and like oh, yeah. be better. I don't want to see him get any worse. I don't necessarily think he will. His ceiling is sky high. I mean, he's a huge quarterback. He has an arm talent. He just has the right build for a yeah. good quarterback. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that, you know, we see some some sort of improvement. And what do you want to see from Emory Jones? Not much. I mean, obviously improvement. Obviously improvement, but we haven't really seen anything for him to like be notice noticeably like better at. We haven't seen enough of him. I'm hoping that you know he moves in the pocket well. I'm hoping that we can use him in every aspect, you know, from running to throwing. Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to see him take a couple shots downfield. See like. You know, his what his talent. range is like. 
arm accuracy down the field. But I don't want, I don't necessarily expect to see anything crazy from him. I think he's just a good a good backup for Felipe. Um, I don't think Felipe this season is going to be pressured much to get benched. I think he's, no, I think he's not. like last year that was a question yeah. after the Missouri game, after a lot of games actually we thought about benching him. So I think this year Felipe doesn't have the pressure. He's going to be more confident. He's going to have just yeah. That's a, something I hope to see swagger with him is his confidence mm-hmm. keep going up because yep. that's that's one of the biggest things about being quarterback. You have to be confident. You know, you just move on to the next throw. And I know you're talking on off air about Malik Davis. A lot of people are forgetting about him. What do you uh, what do you feel about Malik Davis? I always since he came in here as a freshman, his ceiling was pretty high for me. He averaged eight yards a carry freshman year, but he just cannot stay healthy. So I'm you know hoping that he can stay healthy this season, praying for it. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see him in the rotation with Pirine and Pierce. And Pierce. But, I don't know, hoping that he just stays healthy. I'm hoping he can also have an impact out of the backfield catching the ball. I know like he's a great receiving back, too. I've seen a bunch of practice clips from him in freshman year. He was a great receiver out of the backfield. Another person we've been talking about a lot is Amari Bernie. You said off-air again um, how he's one of the fastest linebackers we have. He was a, from a safety, from a corner, now a linebacker I think he's at. Um, what are your expectations with him? I don't have any for him. We, that's another player we haven't really seen play. So I don't really know what to expect. There's been a lot of hype around his game and how he can, you know. He's fast. He's athletic. He fits the scheme of the defense Perfectly. with Grantham. Perfectly. He's so a, He can blitz from the blind side, from the weak side, strong side. You touched on it earlier in the pod about this receiving core. Every single receiver is coming back. But a guy we did not see last year, Jacob Copeland. He was injured. He redshirted. He's a redshirt freshman. He's huge. This offseason, he is huge. Yeah, what, do you, uh, what do you want to see from him from the spring game, and how do you think he fits the offense? I just want to see him get a couple touches. Yeah, a couple end rounds, some screen passes. Maybe a couple deep throws. I just want to see what he can do, what yeah. he can bring to the team. Obviously, we haven't seen him at all. So I just want to see what kind of type of impact he could possibly make this season and next season as well. I, I really do think he can be a, a big, like a Kadarius Tony type. He's obviously more physical, but he's fast, he's electric. He can, be, he can even be back there kick returning. So it's going to be interesting who's going to be back there kick returning. Who do you think is going to be back? Freddie Swain, I think, will be punt returning. And then you might have Tony there kick returning. What about... I mean, you always have two returners. Yeah. Uh, I could see P. Ryan back there. I could see Luke Davis. No, I, would, I wouldn't put him back there. That's a little scary. Yeah. <laughs> Might pop with Tiger. Blow a flat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, P. Ryan would be great back there, but it's kind of risky putting a running back or starting running back back there. Besides Swain at punt return, I think he's a lock because he did pretty good last season. I don't know. Whoever can be the most consistent, not drop it. I'm not expecting kick returns. Just put us in position on offense to uh, be successful, and I'll be happy with it. Who, from the tight end position, I know we have like five tight ends deep. Yeah. Uh, Lucas Kroll, I think. Do you think he's starting? Probably. And then we have Kyle Pitts, who transitioned to wide receiver, but he might be playing some tight end. Kamori Gamble. um, I think Kroll is a very hybrid type of player. Where in what way? He doesn't have one true position. 
Like, you know, normally there's like a specific tight end built person. He doesn't really necessarily fit that. Mm-hmm. He's kind of just like he could play linebacker. He could play D end. If yeah, he's <laughs> very large. He can be a H back. He can be a. He can even wide out. He can be in the five yard line and get a fade. I mean, he can run the wildcat. Yeah, yeah. He like, can be quarterback. He doesn't really have one he's an true position. I'm looking forward to what he does this year. I know uh, tight end Dan Mullen with tight ends have been pretty successful. I mean, Morlaw Stevens was a nobody before Dan Mullen came. He, I think, he had five touchdowns, and then Sionte Lewis had a big year last year. So, okay, overall. Who are you most excited to see improve this season? Like, who's the one guy you're ready for the first game of the year? Who's the one guy you're going to be looking at? I could go, can I do one on offense, one on defense? Sure. On offense, I not so much improve, but just dominate. I want to see P. Ryan. I just want to see him break tackles, find the hole, be patient, have great speed in the open field. I just want to see him dominate the game against Miami. Agreed. They do not have a good run defense. They let up, I think, almost 200 yards against FSU, who does not have a good running attack at all. So I really do think P. Ryan can dominate the the, uh, Miami game. I really want to see him do that. On the defensive side, I want to see Jabari Zuniga step up and be the next Ja'Kai Polite, be the next uh, Fowler. On offense... I'm most excited to see – I'm probably most excited to see Van Jefferson. Step up as a number one wide receiver. Maybe take the role of being an elite receiver. I mean, we kind of just have a bunch of good receivers, but there's no true number one. I'd like to see him be the leader. Uh, what Trayvon? Can he use his size to his advantage? Trayvon as well has you know, the ability to be a number one guy. Um, but I'm just overall most excited to see what our wide receivers can do this season, if they can be as impactful, if not more, this year compared to last year. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, I'm really excited to see what um, – I'm most excited to see what Steele can do. Um, the freshman? Yeah. Um, see if he can – You don't think he takes a red shirt? No. I think, think Jaden definitely takes a red shirt. He's not big enough. But I think Steele is – Definitely able to go out there year one and play. Um, but then again, you know, I'm just most excited to see what our DBs can do yeah. as well as a whole unit. Who do you have starting at safety? Trey Dean and I mean Huggins, Def- Sean Davis, Joan Taylor, Brad Stewart, Donovan Steiner. I mean, we're, we're deep at we safety. <laughs> Who do you think wins? Biggest question of the day. Depends on what team Felipe's on. You think so? Yeah. I think whatever team Evan McPherson's on. That's <laughs> it's, always, it's always the kicker that dominates. <laughs> yeah, that's who I have. <laughs> I'm going blue. I'm definitely going blue. Sure, I'll go blue with you. All right, so we'll get back to you guys after the orange and blue game, and uh, we'll give you our thoughts about their expectations and what happened, just the progress of the team, how the freshmen stepped up, and we'll get back to you guys. So... Have a great weekend. Enjoy the Orange and Blue game and go Gators.